guys, welcome back to Navigate Devotional. Here at Navigate, our hope and prayer is to help you engage with the Bible. It's through the Bible that God speaks. And today, as we have a conversation over this passage, we hope you're able to be refreshed, challenged and comforted by what God says. Hey everyone, we're continuing in Romans today. So we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 15, verse 7 to 13. Here's what God's word says at verse 7. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, rejoice you Gentiles with his people. And again, praise the Lord all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Awesome. So I'm joined with Ryan and we're continuing Ryan in this series in Romans and we're up to Romans 15, yep, we are. 7 to 13. And it, it does seem like there's a similar theme that's continuing here. Mm. Um, in the last episode, we were encouraged to bear with the failings of our we- of the week to yeah look after our neighbor to build them up it sort of sounds like we're in a similar space here but yeah. slightly in a different direction yeah that's right so it's i think if we were confronted with yeah just bearing or, or suffering um yeah each other's weaknesses this is kind of like the positive flip on it it's well what are we doing if we're bearing that well we're accepting them and yeah we see that he accept one another um, then, just as Christ, again, example that Jesus sets for us, yeah. accepts us, um, yeah, in order to bring praise to God. Now, the big question here is, what does it mean to accept? Yeah, someone? yeah, because it, it can kind of come across as well. That means I need to, yeah, kind of be okay with everything that they're they're doing, yeah. saying, believe, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's important to make the distinction between, yeah, acceptance is different to approving. And, yeah, if you do think about how Jesus accepts us, he accepts us, he even he invites us to be in a relationship with him. Mm. But surely that can't mean that he is, he approves of everything that we think, feel, say and do. Yeah. Um, in fact, he accepts us so that he might see a lot of that change. And so, <coughs> yeah, it's actually being accepted into a loving relationship um, doesn't mean that we actually approve of everything. Yeah. And I think the way we generally do relationships is very similar. You know, it's, we have lots of friends um, that we accept, that we say we love, yeah. um, but they make decisions, say stuff, do stuff. They're like, man, I probably wouldn't say that, probably wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, so it's th- the personal preference stuff, actually. Yeah. That doesn't need to stop us from accepting people. Actually, it's... Yeah, that doesn't mean um, that we can't love them. Yeah, you can love someone without approving of everything that they do. Yeah. And this seems to be, again, I mean, we're talking in the context of, of a church environment here. Mm. Um, yeah, which is just interesting because, 
you know, as you think about that in the context of church, like so many people find that churches are the most unaccepting place. Yeah, that's right. Because of this tension of like, yeah, people and, you know, you could say that it's Christians. Sometimes I think it's just the religious people within church mm. don't know how to navigate these waters of how do I accept someone and not approve of everything that they do. Mm. Um, which, yeah, when you push deeper into that, yeah, as you even said, like even with friendships and stuff like that, we don't approve of everything our friends do. Yeah. Like we know how to do this. But when yeah. it comes to a church setting, sometimes it, it becomes a bit of a difficult thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, like we forget our role in stuff. Yeah. Like it, God is the one who decides what's okay and what's not okay. Our role is just to actually love and relate to people well yeah. the way he has with us. Um, and and I think that's, you know, it's, it's said here, it's as Christ has accepted you. And again, we saw this kind of last um, episode that it really does start with us tasting and seeing God's acceptance of us in Christ. Like if yeah. we don't know what that means, if we haven't really just stopped and just let our hearts feel that mm. um, in light of all of our mess, um, we aren't going to know what it looks like to do that with anybody else because we first haven't really let our hearts experience that um, in relationship with God. Yeah. And yeah, but we, he goes on to say what happens when you do let that in. Um, and so, yeah, he goes on to say that, you know, we have a hope. Um, and it's interesting here, like here, the hope here isn't that wishful thinking. It isn't, you know, uh, it's a good idea. Mm. Um, yeah, hope here speaks of, well, when the Bible speaks about hope in connection with God, it's a, it's a certainty, it's a reliability, it's it's trustworthy. It's this isn't up in the air. This is certain and yeah. true. That you can have an assurance about it, and it's the hope we have is that actually God accepts us. That mm. isn't up for grabs. Um, it's rock solid. Yeah, God is consistently reliable in accepting us to who He is. Yeah. So God accepts us. And the fruit of that, it seems in verse 13, is that mm. we then become filled with joy and peace as we trust in him. That's right. It's interesting when we think about our relationship with people, when we know that we're loved, when we actually experience someone loves yeah. us, like we do feel at peace. Like I'm okay. Yeah. I'm safe. My heart's not troubled. There's peace there. Um, and, but it comes from actually trusting that that person does love us. Mm. And so if our hearts don't really have a joy or a peace, the question is, well, what's what have we let into our hearts that's actually disrupted yeah our conviction that god accepts us mm. um who have you allowed to shape your heart in that way here it's like let god um how he treats you how he thinks about you feels an acts towards you how he accepts you um be the thing that that gives gives you hope yeah and it's interesting because it goes yeah may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust mm. in him as you pointed out but then it says, so that you may overflow yeah. with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so there's this sense then that when we grasp the hope that we have in Jesus, mm. it doesn't just stay within us, but like a cup that is filled and the water just keeps getting pushed into that, it yeah. flows out of the cup and goes everywhere. That's right. You know, we kind of touched on this reality with the, the Topical Tuesday um, on just the way our heart expresses itself outwardly. And it's the same here. When we know that we're accepted by God, we can't help but then accept others in the same way that we've been accepted. Yeah. It, it's, it just moves outward and 
yeah, people sharing that as we um as we, we, we get what that means as we kind of again set our attention on how God's accepted us. Yeah. Um it teaches our heart to relate in a new way as Jesus relates to us and mm. you know, it is interesting, like, you know, yes we don't have him physically present with us, like it's different to our relationships with one another. Mm. Um, but we see here it's a spiritual presence. It's a real spiritual presence by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, yeah, God actually really does in a very real way, yeah, teach our hearts um, that he accepts us. Yeah. And yeah. again, with that, if we're struggling to love people or accept people, the reminder here is, well, come back to God. Mm. Remember that you are accepted by him. Remember that the hope that you have in him in Christ, as we've seen, while we were sinners, you know, Romans 5, yeah. while we were his enemies, he died for us. Come mm. back to that truth. Be filled with that and <laughs> let that truth then overflow in helping you accept others. Yeah, it is it is really interesting how at length Paul quotes so many Old Testament passages. Like, this has always been God's heart to, yeah. to people who are distant from him. Yeah. Um, like, that's what it means to be Gentiles. Like, you're not one of his people. Yeah. So, hey, for those who aren't, one of God's people, man, this is his heart for you. Yeah. He wants you to know that he in Christ has accepted you. Um, it's just whether we're going to trust that or not. Yeah. And, you know, as you're saying, like, so Gentiles, like if their shadow passed over you, you were unclean. Yeah. If they touched you, you were unclean. The Gentiles were filth, yeah. were dirty, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And this is radical. He's saying, man, God loves them. Mm. He's for them. And yeah. not only that, but now you belong with them in the church of Jesus. Mm. And so remember first and foremost the hope that you have in Jesus and let that overflow to help you actually love others. As we think about this passage, there's two things that's worth thinking about. The first one is when it comes to accepting and loving other people, that our challenge from this passage is to make sure that people, particularly in our church community, know that we love them first and foremost. This doesn't mean, acceptance doesn't mean approval, but I think sometimes where we go wrong is we simply go after what people are doing before they actually know that we love them. And so what this passage says is accept one another first and foremost as Christ accepted you. It's a challenge to love the people in your community and to make sure that they know that you love them. But then the second challenge is if you're struggling to love the people in your community, uh, which you know is normal and natural because we are brought together we are a bunch of messy sinful people brought together united by jesus if we're struggling to love the people around us to come back to how god has loved us to come back to the hope that we have in jesus to be filled with that hope so that we can overflow in love for the people around us you know so often it's our answer to str when we struggle to love other people is just work harder at loving them but i think the answer that we're given right here in romans uh, chapter 15 verse 13 is actually come back to the love that God has given us in Christ and as we experience his love that's going to help us to overflow so that we can love other people.